from JMI Wealth. Coming in with a big three-day week, Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. <laughs> Don't you love it, Mike? Don't you love it? Jeez. Yeah, I'm back. So you weren't here yesterday because you're out in the Raz Monday. Who goes out in the Raz Monday? Well, no, yeah. Well, I very rarely go out in, ever anyway. But yeah, we had a staff function. You got to you got to thank the people that do the mahi, Mike. That is very very true. Now the yep. uh, the super fun. I've been into this for years, and I, I I talked to Megan Woods about it once, and she didn't know what I was talking about. But I reckon wind energy, like real wind energy, is uh, is the future. Yeah, a bit of announcement, this out of the blue. And and actually, you are right, this this global trend towards renewable power, it is a real thing. I had a quick look at um, just some numbers from the International Energy Agency. Uh, renewables are set to account for almost 95% of the increase in global power capacity uh, through to 2026. And it's all uh, solar PV is the bulk of that, but wind very important as well. China may still be burning lots of coal, but it's also adding lots of wind and solar capacity. Uh, and that surge, Mike, that surge could happen here in New Zealand as well. Yesterday, the New Zealand Superfund announced a joint venture uh, with a big Danish renewable energy infrastructure firm to investigate a massive, this is an enormous wind energy development offshore in the South Taranaki Bight. So the partners are CIP, Copenhagen Infrastructure Partners. Uh, so they're going to do a feasibility study that's expected to take about 24 months. And it, it is massive. I think you just have to get your head around how big this thing is. It's a one gigawatt development. So to sort of put that into context, it will represent about 11% of New Zealand's current electricity demand at the moment. So equivalent to what it would take to power approximately 650,000 homes. And Mike, what they're saying is that if it all works and all goes well, it could expand to about twice that size. So very much doing the job of sort of future-proving to some degree New Zealand's future electricity demand. We know we're all going to be plugging those EVs and you'll have the Prius out there in the driveway. You'll be plugging that in in a couple of years' time. I know you will be. So um, you've got to, if I compare this to Turutea, that's near Palmerston North, that's a wind development that's going on there. When that's finished, that'll be about 220 megawatts, so you get a feel for how big it is. So if the feasibility study is positive, uh, you could, it could deliver power by 2030, mm -hmm. uh, not that far away really, if you think about that in context of you know, how long it takes us to build roads. Um, Five billion dollar price tag, so you'll have these 70 giant 15 megawatt towers, and they are big. 260 metres from sea level to the tip of the arc of the blades. And I'm just wondering, you know, how. Uh, one thing I do wonder about is how far offshore would it be? And would you be able to see it? Well, it depends on where you put them, obviously, and it depends on what you're looking yeah. to do. But um, some, some places in the world you can, some you can't. But I tell you what, uh, wind and hydrogen are our future. Now, talk to me about Australia budget last night, and this is why the brain drains on. They're doing better than we are. Yeah, so sort of three things I want to quickly comment on in Australia um, yesterday, and I'm trying to sort of look at the things that are sort of have some relevance or have some uh, have some sort of we can reflect on from a New Zealand perspective. So, uh, firstly, very quickly, retail sales uh, they've got good momentum in retail sales. They were up 1.8% uh, month on month in February, but up 9.1% year on year, and that, so that builds them some strong growth this year in January. But what you're seeing, Mike, this is the important thing: you're seeing social spending now coming through in March, and why? Because COVID's in the rear vision mirror. So d good discretionary spending. If ANZ have done some work on what's happening in March, travel, entertainment, dining, they all held up pretty well so far in March, despite the higher petrol spending. I also want to talk about consumer confidence because that's cratered here in New Zealand. But in Australia, this was out yesterday in Australia. Uh, it's virtually unchanged there, declined by 0.1%. Uh, future financial conditions actually rose 1.2%, and current economic conditions, that's part of the survey, they've fallen recently. They 
they bounce back 6.1%. So I see hope there for us once we can put a micron behind us. And yes, the budget, 40 billion bucks worth of new spending. And the thing is, it's over five years, but it's all front-loaded. Surprise, surprise, because there's an election. Uh, petrol tax cut by 22 cents per litre for six months. Uh, low and middle income earners, 10 million of them get a tax rebate, 240 bucks. Uh, welfare recipients and pensioners, they get a check, $250 check. It's about six million of them. He's lowering the deficit despite the extra spending because he's getting more tax revenue. Uh, look at inflation there. Reckon inflation will be back at 275 by 23-24. And yes, key for New Zealand, very strong jobs market, expects yep. to continue unemployment rate under 4% there in the next couple of years. Okay, mate, what are the numbers? Right, well, it's all green overnight because of that diffusion or potential diffusion of tensions uh, in, the, in the Ukraine. Dow Jones is up 127 points. 0.36%, 35082. Uh, the S&P 500 up 21 points, 4596. That's just under half a percent. And the NASDAQ continues a strong bounce back. It's up 1.07%, 153 points, 14,507. Uh, overnight, the FTSE 100 gained 0.86%, closing at 7537. The Nikkei 308 points, that's over 1%, 28252. Shanghai Composite down 11, 3203. The Aussies leading into the budget gained. 0.7%, 7464. We were pretty quiet yesterday and the NZX50 gained 10 points, 11,919. The currencies, one Kiwi dollar, 0.6918 US, 0.9238 Aussie, 0.6244 Euro, 0.5288 pounds, 84.85 yen. Gold, $1,914.77. And Brent crude, some of the Froth has come out of that overnight again, $109.33. Catch up tomorrow, mate. Uh, Andrew Kelleher, JMIWealth.co.nz.